That's a good one. Yeah, that one was not bad. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Kilted Balls podcast. We have lots to chat about today. I don't know why we have lots to chat about. It's not like a ton happened, but it's been a long time since we were on. We had two odd weeks there. We had two odd weeks, and but now we're back. We're back to normal um, until next week. The last episode. Sorry, listeners, mm. for the echo and the bad sound in the last one. Probably because I was ready. I didn't think it was it. that bad. Did you think it was that bad? I mean, I, I, I listened to it and it didn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to part of it, but <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> so um, I don't know. We have lots that I want to talk about today. So let's start. Well, let's start with the thing you and I were just commenting on. ETH right now, for any of you who are into crypto, which, you know, we are really into crypto. We are into crypto. But mm-hmm. the podcast talked a lot about crypto. And Kilted, what did you just find out? Just hit over 1900 for ETH, which is pretty just awesome. hit over 1900 for ETH. Now, here is the crazy thing, friends. And I'm going to tell you something that originally we said we liked because of Crypto Lifer, and we thought it was a great idea. And since then, we have found out we really don't like it. And I'm going to tell you why. And that is on our trading server, which is KuCoin. Mm -hmm. I really like KuCoin. I don't know how other people feel about it, but um, I like KuCoin a lot. There's people in the uh, uncaged who don't like it. They're really negative. I'm like, I like it. but they have tokens that are 3L and 3S tokens. And the way it works is if you aren't willing to trade futures, which have high risk, you can totally lose your butt on a future. I did today. Mm-hmm. Um, they trade just like normal stocks, except they're 3Ls and 3Ss. So it's like trading a future without the risk. Mm-hmm. So you don't lose out. And we've even had episodes where we are really excited talking about them. Yes. And so one of our things we talked about before is this probably happened right after the Ethereum merge, right before we said, Mm -hmm. we're going to start focusing on only doing the three S's and three L's. And Mm -hmm. so I made a huge purchase before the merge um, when ETH was about $1,500. I think it was about Mm -hmm. $1,500. Yep. It was somewhere in that range before the merge, thinking it was going to get a big pump with the merge because people would be excited. It did not. It had a big drop. And I bought the 3L token. And I said, you know what? I don't care. It's a long-term hold. So I yes. didn't get out of it. I just kept it and just just waited, right? Mm-hmm. So what Kilta just told us is ETH is 1900 right? So for me, that means if I had bought it 1500 ETH itself would be up four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which is um, let's see, four hundred divided by fifteen hundred is a gain of twenty six point seven percent. Because bad. yeah, because I bought a three L token, and this was actually my plan. You multiply that by three because you get three times the gain when you do a future. So that would be an eighty percent gain mm-hmm. for me which is exactly what I wanted. I said, hey, I'm going to buy at 1500 I'm very convinced that within a year, even without the merge, I'm like, ETH is going to go back up to 2000 
mm-hmm. when it goes back up to 2000, I'm going to make great money. But even right now, it should be at 80%. Mm-hmm. I am down right now 50%. If I had just bought ETH, <laughs> I would be up 27%. But mm-hmm. because I bought the 3L, and here is the thing. So first off, if you are buying 3L and 3S tokens, they're only for short term. Yes, Fast. super short term. Super short. And here's why. They realign the tokens every once in a while. So when ETH took a dump, they changed the L and reset its value, which mm-hmm. made it so now to get back to even, it's going to have to skyrocket for me to just get to even. Yeah. So I have all that money tied up. <laughs> And I'm not anywhere anywhere close to even. So yeah, that's that's not exciting for me. That's right? the part right. that really stinks. That's the part that stinks. So personally, for me, I will not buy three L or three S tokens again. So listeners, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend you avoid those. Just do the futures if you want to do a three L or a three S. Just do the futures. Set your stop losses. Mm-hmm. You'll be way happier. Way yeah, happier. I've been doing ten S's and ten L's and. I've been, I've been losing my butt lately. I was having a good streak and I've been losing my butt. And I was thinking about it just now. And I thought, I'm dumb. I should go to doing three L's and three S's. And I almost did it with ETH today and I would have mm-hmm. come out. Or even the, even the five. I mean, yes, it's still risky, but it's a lot less risky than a 10. Obviously half. You could even set up the three, which yes. is, you know, even lower. And if it were to hit, just like you were saying, you'd be up 80% right now as opposed to down 50 and yeah. so yeah it's it's a killer okay so um listeners i've been looking at getting a decanter for my whiskey i have a whole plan mm-hmm. um we've talked about the fact that i drink whiskey so like you know i have like little bottles of whiskey right next to my desk and people know that a lot of times there's jameson sitting right here and uh so we went looking at goodwills not for any reason like being cheap like getting a decanter on Amazon costs like 15, 20 bucks, like yeah, whatever. But I thought there might be cool decanters at Goodwill. I was totally mm-hmm. wrong. There was no good decanters. At so that one that we saw was that I must've saw that before I was there with you before we were talking about it. Cause I almost bought the one, but I was thinking we were there together when I saw it, but it well, must've been what I thought about before. on the way home is I still didn't find them. And I looked some up on Amazon to see if I could find any. And I'm like, wait a second, I am so dumb. I literally have tremendous amounts of glassware at work. Mm-hmm. So today I kind of went exploring. I didn't find exactly what I wanted at my work, but this is going to be my new decanter. Awesome. That's right? sweet. I think it looks cool. I love the fact, like, if you look at it, you see how the light's distorted, uh-huh. right? So it's kind of like a you know, like a thick, blown glass container. I have. Are you blown... allowed to say what was in it before? I have no idea. So oh, I think okay. this has been in there forever. I really washed it well. And then I... <laughs> the thing is, I'm all out of whiskey like Jameson or Bushmills to put in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to put screwball in it um you're gonna put the is that the one you're gonna put the end of your bottles in yeah so anytime i have an end of a bottle like this bottle has just a little bit left Mm -hmm. so i'll start pouring them in so then i'm like oh wait in the freezer i have that whiskey i really didn't like and i was like maybe i just don't remember it so for anybody who is around this is my 
American Fifth, which is a distillery in uh, Lansing, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And it's their honey malt. And like at the time, they're like, oh, do you want to taste it? I'm like, how could it be bad? American yeah. Fifth makes good stuff and it's a honey malt. It's probably going to be great. You're wrong. I was, I was like horribly, horribly <laughs> wrong. Okay. So you're not going to use that to seed it, are you? I can't decide. <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. I'd have to taste. I don't think I tasted it when I was there. So so I'm drinking it right now. And I'm like, maybe I maybe I misjudged. So I poured myself a glass. I'm drinking it. It's not as bad as I remember. Okay. Like when I first had it, I'm like, I'm never drinking this again. Like it's it's atrocious, right? Um, but you know, I'm feeling better about it. Here's the thing: it's a honey malt. Mm-hmm. I can't taste any honey at all. Oh, okay. So that's weird. So Second, on a scale, on a scale from marshmallow salad to. Uh... <laughs> Like Excuse me, it was, it was popcorn salad. It was popcorn, popcorn salad. salad, which for those of you who might not know this, that is the worst food I've ever eaten. Popcorn salad, still the worst. And if you're like, really? Because popcorn salad sounds good. It's popcorn mixed with like mayonnaise with like marshmallows in it. And if you're like, that sounds sick. It was. It was I don't I don't know what dumbass came up with that idea. Yeah. Marshmallow salad didn't sound right, but I couldn't remember the other name. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it was popcorn salad. But yeah, so, and then it tastes like, you know how if you get bad vodka, you get that mm-hmm. alcohol taste, not the vodka taste. It's just like bad mm-hmm. alcohol. That's the alcohol taste of this. Okay. So it doesn't even burn like a whiskey. It's like, oh, I just took a sip of vodka. So I burns think. like a bad liquor. Yeah, I think when they distilled this they just didn't do it right you know and then they're trying to make it sound like really good and like the lady was like oh yeah that's one of my favorites i'm like this is nobody's favorite (laughs) no accounting for bad taste that's a horrible (laughs) taste i mean it's probably not the worst i've ever had I can't think of a worse one right now. Have you ever had Old Crow? You'd remember. You're taking too long to think about it. No, I don't. I, I don't think so. So now the question is, is, do I seed it with a shitty whiskey? And I'm like, my plan was to go buy a bottle of Jameson and seed it with Jameson. I thought, okay, that'll be good. Jameson will probably absorb flavors pretty good. But then I remembered I had this in the fridge and I'm like, I'm going to test it. And now I'm testing it and I'm like, probably no. Okay, I was I was gonna say if you were planning on seeding it with a full bottle, anyways, I would maybe do it. But yeah, right, like go get a you bottle of Jameson. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds good. So anyway, people, I got my new decanter. That's if you awesome. have ideas like of what you think I should seed it with, um, shoot us a message. Like get get with us on the Twitterverse. Put a comment in the video. Hit like mm-hmm. and subscribe, and uh, let me know what you think I should seed this with right now i'm thinking jameson i might go with bushmills which is also one of my favorites how Um, big is that that looks that looks about the same size as like what you would buy i think this is a liter okay so i think when you buy something like i swear i'm not an alcoholic people like this is 750 milliliters Mm -hmm. right so the bottle's a little bit bigger so it's yeah i'm pretty sure it's a liter that's 
you'd have some room to add a little bit and you know if you took some out here yeah i could put a whole bottle in and i should have another 250 milliliters worth of space and a little bottle like this is 200 milliliters Mm -hmm. and this is uh like there's my hand people yeah so there's my hand covers it pretty well so size of my grip so yeah so anyway, yeah, I'm going to start my infinity whiskey and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Also, people, don't be afraid to send us whiskeys. Right? So never, yes. It's never bad. Um, you can even send us little airport bottles. You can be like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> is my favorite rackets. whiskey ball buster. <laughs> Try it. We'll talk about it on air, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you're a distillery out there. Oh, yeah. Like American Fifth. I just told you about American Fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Silverback Distillery is one of my favorites. If I get a thing of theirs i'll put it in there but that's in virginia so probably won't but yeah you don't necessarily make it over there i don't make it over there okay so the big part of this episode i don't know how far we are in it but what i really wanted to talk about today was cars Mm -hmm. and please people before you shut this off it's not like vroom vroom cars kilted and i are not car guys so sorry if you're listening to this and you're a car guy um I don't know if we've ever been into that. I don't know if you are. I've, you've never talked about cars with me. No, I I enjoy looking at the older cars. I mean, my my dad and it would have been shoot 80, I think 83. He uh he had a chance to buy a car that he used to watch at a drag strip when he was a kid, like when he oh. was a teenager growing up. So he he took the money. He hitchhiked to Dayton, Ohio from Fowlerville, and he drove the car home. Wait, your dad uh, grew up in Fowlerville? No, we were living in Fowlerville then. Oh, okay. Okay. So he grew up in Dayton, Ohio. So he hitchhiked down there. Okay. That's why I said he went from Fowlerville to Day- Dayton, Ohio. No, but I didn't know why he was in Fowlerville at all. I'm... This is Paul. Oh, I didn't we realize live? he... We I know where you guys live, but I thought this was before that. No, this I said I, I prefaced it. I said like '83. That's about yeah, when there. You didn't, no, that's like just when you <laughs> moved to Fowlerville. <laughs> anyway, so and so second grade. He loves cars, and I don't. And me and inanimate objects don't get along really well. Like if they don't do what I expect them to do, I get really frustrated fast so cars fit into that and my father is a big car guy too so like i i had fun like going to car swap meets things like that i always thought it'd be cool to have an old car but especially with the boxster now i don't see that ever happening (laughs) i love my boxster but i do not love cars (laughs) and for me like i'll go to a car show like if it's downtown but I don't go out of my way to a car show. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I don't look at magazines of cars. Like that's not my thing. Um, I've been to like the Detroit auto show a few times. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to race. Charlotte one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I used to race figure eight derbies. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, like I can work on cars. I can do stuff with cars. Um, but I've never been a person who's like, oh my gosh, is that like a, 450 like whatever i don't care mm-hmm. like i'm not and we had a best friend jer kilton and i did who like he could see the headlights of a truck and tell you what kind of truck it was mm-hmm. like and he had been able to since i think he was like five but 
like I'm not I'm not that guy and Kilton's not that guy. Yeah. So point being, it's not that kind of episode. Mm-hmm. But there are things you want to talk about. But before we do, Kilton, you talking about you and inanimate objects <laughs> made me think of a conversation on the way home. So visited Kilted last week. And on the ride home, we were talking about Kilted's newest project. And I can't remember mm-hmm. if we talked about your project on here. Have we? I don't remember if we okay. did or not. So Kilted has a building project that he's working on mm-hmm. at his warehouse. And he's doing some building. And my wife on the way, she's like, you know, I'm really nervous about Kilted doing this stuff. And I'm like, really? I go, you know, I go, I told him to make sure he like watches YouTube videos and maybe gets a book and maybe I'll send him a book. And she's like, yeah, she goes, I just don't know about trusting somebody who thought it was a good idea to bolt their hood onto their car with literal bolts. It did not come off. <laughs> it did not come off. She's like, I don't know if I would trust that person to build. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's a valid point. And people like, you've got to understand when I say he bolted his hood on literally had bolts, six inches coming out of his hood with nuts holding his hood. Down. Mm-hmm. It did not come off. It did not come. Well, see what had happened is I, I've not always been the safe driver. I am now. I was a little more aggressive when I was younger and I had rear ended somebody. My fault, obviously, if you're rear on somebody and then so I had a bunch of cords holding my holding my roof down. And I was actually, we used to do a lot of flea markets early on with the sheets and just some different products. So I was driving back Florida roads and a big semi full of pigs. And if you can imagine how much wind that creates. So what happened, my bungee broke and my hood flew up and hit me up my window. So busted my windshield and everything and, and bent to the 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 things holding the hood on and all that stuff. So it wouldn't close. So what I did, like, like ball was saying, I did drill my car hood and I put some big giant bolts up on, cause I wasn't sure like how, where I could even put them. So I bought a bunch of big giant washers too. So yeah, I ended up getting it and I had just took like a giant wing nut. I just <laughs> wing nut it <laughs> It's the funniest thing. <laughs> so yeah, we're not car guys. And so, apparently Kilted's not a, uh, good with inanimate objects so she doesn't think because i did a, such a good job on that or she's concerned about my uh the workmanship yeah i think maybe the workmanship and i said but look at his table and she's like i've come a yeah. long way since then she's like yeah still i don't know i was like okay we'll have to see we'll, we'll see how everything turns out she goes he might just want to pay somebody i'm like maybe i go maybe he will we'll mm-hmm. see yep i go it's a fun project Mm-hmm. it's very fun <laughs> I, go, I don't know if i would trust me to do that so it take up some courage so see people we do have some fear mm-hmm. like, like i'd be i'd be nervous about getting into that so anyway talking about cars so two things i wanted to talk about cars first kilted and i found a new obsession <laughs> yes and that is rocket league it's been so fun i've been having a great time playing rocket league it's been a it's been awesome and I remember, I think I started playing Rocket League in like 2015, which is like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And I probably played it on and off. And I think it's why I bought that controller, actually, I think it was for Rocket League. 
And I think um, I played it all the way up until like 2018. And for some reason I stopped playing and I didn't play it a lot. Like it was hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Like now you and I are playing it a lot. Yeah. You introduced me to it, but I only had my keyboard and I had been out of games for so long. Like it looked the idea I thought was really cool, but I wasn't ready for it. Well, and the interesting thing when you and I were playing together was people in the room, like I had always wanted people to watch it because I think it's awesome to mm -hmm. watch, but they never would. And then all of a sudden you'd hear them start being like, oh, or nice. And they'd be watching mm -hmm. us play. Mm -hmm. Like it's a really watchable game. Like even yes. if you don't know anything about the game, everybody understands like soccer, hockey, basketball type stuff. And that's kind of the game it is, but with cars with rockets strapped on them. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's been a great time. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe we should stream that sometime so people can watch it. Could, but could. Kilton and I are like it, and we're getting better, which is mm -hmm. also exciting because we were not very good starting out. And, like, we won more than we lost today. Yeah. So, and the other day we finished second in a tournament, which felt really good. Not because we were good, though, but because we had a teammate who was good. Our teammate was amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good. So, but yeah, that's kind of exciting and it's fun. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Rocket League, check it out. It's a fun game. It's on, like, everything, which is yeah. I also think is rare for games. Like, it's on the Nintendo Switch. It's on the computer. It's on, I think you can do it on your phone. Honestly, no, the phone app is different. Oh, is it? It's not the actual Rocket League. And you can yeah. do PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it's kind of like Skyrim. It's on everything, which is on, smart by then. But which is different is you can cross platform all of them. That's the so crazy that, part. So you right now, what do you play on right now? PS5. So he plays on a PS5. I'm playing on my computer mm -hmm. and it works out great. Works out and great. I have it on my Switch as well. And Cal has a switch and it's, it's a easy enough game that like Cal can play it and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's five. So. Yeah. Yeah. Morgie just likes to run into people. He makes it usually like two out of the five minutes of the game. Yeah. Cal so. normally <laughs> makes it like two or three games and then he's like, I'm mm -hmm. done, mm -hmm. which is still, I'm like, that's awesome. Right. Like yeah. play a couple games with the kiddo and we have a good time. So yeah, it's a fun game. And, uh, you know, give us a comment, shoot us a tweet if you want us to start streaming it. Mm -hmm. so or if you want to be our friends on there, that'd be that'd be oh fun gosh, to play with our listeners as well. It, if you're mm -hmm. already playing it and you want to be friends with Kilted and I on Rocket League, we'll be friends. We'll even teach you, you how to play. You might be able to find us under uh, Kilted Dragon Jair or uh, Ballbuster. Yes. Oh, wait, not Ballbuster on there, are you? I am, but it's like different Ballbuster. It's like Raven and it's Ballbuster. Oh, okay. You're both. I think, I don't know, maybe I'll see how to like make it. Like on my screen, it shows both. Yes. Um, interesting side note about Rocket League, and it's something that's been true about a lot of games we play. Do you realize you have NFTs in that game? Well, they're not necessarily NFTs, are they? I would Can you sell them? I, it, NFTs don't have to be sellable. Uh, yeah. As in a non-fungible token. Yes, I did. They are non-fungible tokens. Mm -hmm. And yes, there are some that are tradable. Like when you do the blueprints, those are tradable. And if they're tradable, that means you can sell them. I guess you can trade offline to people, can't you? Or even because there's even a thing that says trade with other players. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. The difference is 
And this is the thing that I don't, that I think is funny when people are like, NFTs, that's so dumb. I'll just click it and copy it. Mm-hmm. Video games are a clear case example of NFTs that you pay money for and you never plan on getting any money mm-hmm. back, right? So if if I could go on somewhere and buy some of those bodies or some of those gold explosions that I've seen, I would buy them in a second. Yes. Don't even think about it. And I, do, I used to do that. Like I said, when I played like League of Legends and Dota mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I would sell and buy those. And people would be like, mm-hmm. you know, NFTs are dumb. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I've literally been doing that for like 10 years. Yeah. Well, that's different. Those are in-game things. They're literally what an NFT is. Literally. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different contract system. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the big difference, the contract. But it's the same premise. Mm-hmm. So... No, I agree. Yeah, so Rocket League has a lot of fun stuff. Our video games that we like, some car mm-hmm. smashing action, some competitiveness, and NFTs all wrapped in one. And it steals our money. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, that's the other thing about Rocket League, people. It's free. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, then, you don't have to pay the extra. I mean, I, I paid the 25 bucks to, I, to be able to get the bonus points. I and did stuff. too, because mm-hmm. I wanted the NFTs. And mm-hmm. honestly, for an NFT, 20 bucks is cheap. So. <laughs> well not now have you looked lately no no (laughs) maybe i should stock up on some nfts i don't know although speaking of did i talk about on the last episode the newest gift that came out for the gift goat 10 i do not think you did okay so I, i couldn't remember when when i got that info so gift goat 10 we got the information for it the gift is a let me get this right if I'm going to give a shout out here. Anthros, A N T H R O S. They are a gaming slash office chair developer. Okay. Ba ba ba. You get better posture. But we got that chair. It's a $1,500 chair. Nice. We got to customize it however we wanted. Ba ba ba. Of course, I got mine with the gift going on it. And then it is the NFT is going to be one of one rookie cards of Booga. Speaking of gaming. Yep. So one of ones of him. There's going to be 555 one of ones. So each is going to be different. But that's, you know, and that's his rookie card. He doesn't have a card. Anyone who listens, if you're into gaming at all, you'd know who he is. And I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, I think that's like super awesome, super mm-hmm. cool. So yay for gift goats. Mm-hmm. The gift that keeps on giving. And I'm sure Jason's not sad, but I wonder if he misses sometimes his gift goats. He'd have nowhere to put his chair. He'd have nowhere to put his chair. That is great. great <laughs> Although I'm going to have to start sitting down, I guess. <laughs> I'll use it for you. Send it up. Oh, okay. I'm great. sure it's awesome. You can store it. I'll store it for you. You don't have any storage down there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll do it for you. Um, So the other thing I wanted to talk about today, and hopefully we have time. um, If you've been following the the podcast for a while, Kilted used to have a Tesla. Mm -hmm. Right. And I believe we talked on here about when you got rid of the Tesla and you switched uh, to other stuff. My question now so when I visited Kilted, I, I kind of spent some days with him doing what he does on a normal everyday basis. So I got to kind of watch him. And one of the things that 
you can't appreciate until you do it is how much stupid ass driving you do everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Kilted does a lot of driving, which like to do it for a day or two, like was sweet. Like that was a lot of fun. If I did that every day, I I would have issues. Now, maybe I'd listen to podcasts or find Mm -hmm. books on tape or something, but it's one of the reasons why I live where I live, right? Yeah. Like I switched jobs, careers early because I wanted one that was close to where I live. Like I literally switched jobs. So I didn't switch jobs for pay or like that. I switched it so I could be closer to where I lived because I didn't like the driving. Mm -hmm. But you drive all the time. And the part that's interesting is like you're burning tons of money on gas, Mm -hmm. right? And you bought a Kia to get better gas mileage. Yep. Well, then I bought... Yeah, because I didn't want to drive the Tesla. Because you didn't want to drive the Tesla. Mm -hmm. And now you got rid of the Tesla, which the Tesla, one of the things that was good about the Tesla is it gave free charges if you charged at one of their stations for you. Nowadays, Mm -hmm. that deal's not a thing, right? Yeah. But you you had that deal. So you could be driving all these places for free. And so the question is now, like, where are you at with all the pros and cons of switching? Now it's been long enough and you're driving enough that, you know, you have a good feel of the good, the bad and the ugly. So, you know, talk to us about it. Talk to us about the switch, things you miss, things you're glad are gone. Well, I definitely I definitely miss the the instant power. Of course, if anyone's driven an electric car, that's the that's the pretty amazing so i haven't been to the point yet in my new vehicles where i've had to replace tires but the tesla tires were super expensive how expensive can you um are they special tires yeah yeah they have to be able to withstand the weight i mean you can get them at like a you can get them at discount tire but like you have to be able to withstand the the, because the car is so heavy because of the battery yeah, okay. So I don't miss the Do you remember how much a tire feeling costs? sick? I want to say it was like 400, which I guess isn't that crazy. 400 per tire? Per tire. Okay. That's pretty that's expensive. I'd have to look back. Yeah. I was I was thinking it was 8, but I don't think it was 8 the last tire I got. I think the first time we got tires, it was more than more recently when I got tires. Right, right. So, you know, pr- probably because there's more out there, more people are making the tires and all that. But um, I don't miss the kids being sick. That was a big reason of getting rid of it was, you know, if we're out and about at all, the kids wouldn't feel good. So right. and we talked about that on older episodes where it is actually a thing where some people can are more susceptible to the car sickness right. than others. Um, yeah, the gas does suck. Like. You know, it's stopping at gas now where I didn't before, but I don't have like, I'm not stopping random places and charging either. Right. I was going to say, you'd probably have to stop and charge either. Cause way. it was, I only had the charger here at the house for a few months before we got rid of it. Cause I didn't install it when I, when I first came here, I, I oh, didn't really? have a spot in the, in the condo for it. And I could charge at the warehouse, but it was a 50 amp charge. So it was just slow, not as slow as like plugging outside, right. but 
I only had the charger here at the house for a little bit. Now, that being said, I, I still have my deposit in for a Cybertruck. So, you know, when that time comes, I can make those decisions. Like, am I going to get it? You know, will there be the same issues or not? I don't know. But uh, I still I still drink the Tesla Kool-Aid, I would say. Yeah, so you still like it, but there are definitely some negatives with it. Um, by the way, if you go to Discount Tire, it looks like tires range from 164 each to 545 each. Okay. Just on the first page, I did a quick search of their best For Tesla sellers. tires? No, just tires. Oh, in general. Okay. So you're trying to compare 400 yes. a tire. So those okay. are top-end tires, it looks mm -hmm. like. So yeah, that yeah. seems about right. Right in that range. Um. So yeah, definitely some like pros and cons. What about, would you stick with Tesla or would you go with like uh, our buddy Fred, he just documented his journey on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He did spring break. He has all electric cars now. His wife okay. does and he does. Mm -hmm. And so they went for spring break using their electric cars and he documented the journey. What, what does he have? Do you remember? Yeah, two electric cars. Okay. Two different ones. Not... um. Not Teslas. Yep. Right. Well, and that's you the know, other thing. You, do you know how have, far he could get? I don't know. Okay. Maybe 300 miles. Okay. Um, the same. The other thing that people should probably yeah. realize when we're talking about Teslas, and this isn't to say one's better than the other because, like, I'm not a car person, mm -hmm. but the Tesla you had was a high-end luxury vehicle. Yes. In my opinion. And the other vehicles you have, maybe the Boxster could be considered that, but the others are definitely not high-end luxury vehicles. No. So they're not going to have the same cool factor. Yeah. No. I mean, it's it I mean, especially with the with the doors and everything, people you people would see that and they they'd freak out, you know, or yeah. especially up in Michigan, which was surprising because they're weren't a lot of Teslas up in Michigan because yeah. I mean, I don't know if there are dealerships now, but when I had first gotten mine, it was illegal for Tesla to sell their cars. I think they there. made them still illegal, but there's more here. Yeah. Cause the thing that's dumb is if I want a Tesla mm -hmm. and this, this is what's dumb about passing a law like that, right? Nobody goes and buys a Tesla on a whim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I wanted to a Tesla, like if I was like, I'm getting a Tesla, I'm going to look, oh, you're telling me that the hour drive to get to Indiana or whatever mm -hmm. is going to keep me from getting it? Are you kidding? The last car I drove an hour to go get. Yeah. Right. And that car came from Wisconsin. They had to ship it from Wisconsin to here. And then I had to drive an hour to get it from the dealership I went to. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah. so you think me driving to Indiana is going to keep me from buying the car I want? Yeah, it's just hurting. Money? It's just hurting the taxes for the state and all that stuff. Right. So but, you know, it's it's that's all part of politics, though. So Illinois is going to get my money, or Indiana, or Ohio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stupid move. Stupid move. Which mm -hmm. I thought at the time when they did it, they're like, "Oh, well, yeah. we want to help the auto dealers." You're not helping them. Yeah. Right. If yeah. people are going to buy that, which, by the way, right now. Tesla is overstocked. I think everyone's overstocked, I would imagine. It's so weird because there was such a shortage. 
and now mm -hmm. everybody's over, which is probably good because I need a couple vehicles. And so I'm hoping the prices will see that out. works out. Prices will start coming down. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've looked at other electric vehicles. For me, the infrastructure that Tesla has in the, and maybe like, you know, I've seen random chargers all over the place. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're driving down the highway, you, uh, you can, uh, there's a lot of cracker barrels you can stop at. You can plug into the charger. You can go eat, blah, 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 get back on the road. Yes. You know, if you don't have the Tesla, if you have one of the other ones. But the infrastructure that Tesla has and the map and where it has all of them listed like that easy. I don't know if if I'm driving a Rivia truck on their map, if it shows all the chargers that I could go to. Yeah, so it's interesting when they, like I didn't watch a lot of his documentation, but we did talk about it a little today. Mm -hmm. um, when he took his trip, because I was like, you know, the Tesla, like plans out all of your stops for you. And he said theirs did too. Okay, cool. Like he goes, it plans out what you got. He goes, but I noticed on his feed, like he would say things like, you know, you'd have to reserve the like level one chargers. And sometimes you'd get there and they'd all be booked. And so you'd be stuck using a level two. So mm -hmm. um, the chargers for electric go one, two, and three, one being the fastest, right? I don't know. I've only used a couple non-Tesla chargers ever. Okay. It was just random. Yeah. So anyway, that's like a thing. Mm -hmm. um, but it's always interesting. We have another friend with an electric car, good friend, um, wife of uh, one of our sometimes listeners. But she bought one. And the funny part to me is she doesn't drive it. No. Well, she does, but they don't have a supercharger in their house. Uh -huh. So it takes forever to charge. Mm -hmm. And she works like an hour and a half from home. Mm -hmm. And in the winter, it can't get you the three hour drive. Yeah. And there's chargers up here. Obviously we have lots of chargers, mm -hmm. but they won't, uh, they're too far away from her work. I think. So, oh, wait, that got the new that got the new Ford one. Mm -hmm. I thought I thought you were talking about a Tesla one. No, yes. they got the Mustang. Yeah, yeah, right. Which I'm sure is awesome. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you can't charge it, it's tough. Which is an issue with all the electric cars, anyways. Well, there are some spots of the United States, like if you're in a weird spot, 